You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel on this Sunday, the 8th of January. This is Mark Weiss with the top news at this hour. <clears throat> An Israeli drone strike on a vehicle traveling in South Lebanon killed the deputy commander of Hezbollah's elite Radwan force a short while ago. A senior command, the senior commander was one of two people traveling in the car. Both were killed. After this strike, there was a rocket fire on the northern Galilee area, the Upper Galilee. The strike came after an anti-tanker missile exploded on a street in central Kirat Shmona this morning. No one was injured, but damage was caused. No siren was triggered ahead of the missile fire. According to the IDF spokesperson's office, Israeli warplanes retaliated with an attack on a Hezbollah infrastructure and military sites that were used by terrorists. Defence Minister Yov Gallant said in an interview with the Wall Street Journal that Israel would prefer not to go to war with Hezbollah, but would not be deterred from taking military action if no agreement were reached to allow more than 80,000 residents of northern Israel to return safely to their homes. Regarding the operation in Gaza, Gallant said the idea of troops in the northern Gaza Strip would shortly transition from high-intensity activity to special operations. Minister Itamar Ben-Gavir wrote in response to Gallant's comments that talk about a transition to more limited activity in Gaza was essentially tantamount to declaring an end to the war to subdue Hamas and a transition to a war of attrition. We won't win that way, wrote Ben-Gavir. IDF spokesperson Rear Admiral Daniel Hagari said IDF attacks in Lebanon are pushing the Radwan force away from the border. He admitted damage was caused to a sensitive air traffic control base in Mount Meron in northern Israel on Saturday following the Hezbollah missile attack. He said the damage will be repaired. Thanks to advanced preparations, the unit continues to function even now, and it is backed up by other systems. We are reviewing this incident in order to learn and to improve and to strengthen the defensive systems in the region. In addition, IDF Chief of Staff Lieutenant General Herzl Alevi repeated his warning that Hezbollah would pay a severe price if attacks on the northern border were to continue. Hezbollah decided to get involved with this war. We will exact ever-growing prices from them all the time. It will end with the fact that we have a responsibility and a duty to bring the residents safely back to their homes. The emerging consensus within the war cabinet appears to be that Israel is on the verge of exhausting all diplomatic efforts to come to a political accommodation and that, as such, war is all but inevitable. The IDF carried out a broad attack on about 30 targets in Khan Yunis, including tunnels. In one incident, soldiers from the Maglan Special Forces Unit found 10 terrorists adjacent to rocket launchers, directed airstrikes at them, and prevented the rocket fire. Also in Khan Yunis, troops identified a terrorist collecting information about troops from a distance of several dozen metres. They killed him. In Gaza, in central Gaza, a warehouse for long-range rockets was attacked. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken will arrive in Israel this evening. It will be his fifth 
visit since the war broke out. He will meet with Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, Mossad Director David Barnea and family members of the hostages. Blinken is also expected to address tensions in the north in an attempt to advance negotiations that will allow for pushing Hezbollah away from the border and letting residents of northern Israel return to their homes. Blinken is also expected to address the question of the day after in Gaza. Reuters reported that he will try to convince moderate Arab states to get involved with the solution. The Shah HaNegev Regional Council and the city of Sterot announced that they will not permit schoolchildren to return to school in another three weeks or so, as announced by the Education Minister. The weather. Unseasonably warm today. Maximum temperatures in the main centres. Jerusalem 19, Tel Aviv 20, Haifa 21, Ilat 25 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israel Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8pm Israel time for our one-hour news programme.